It's time for John Paul, the car doctor, on North Shore 1049. Call today with your car questions, comments, or concerns. 1-800-370-1049. That's 1-800-370-1049. John Paul, the car doctor. Welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor Program, live on North Shore 104.9. Remember, you can find our, uh, you know, if you're listening on the FM radio, you still have one. And I was, speaking of FM radios, we'll talk about this later, but I heard that conventional FM may go away in some places. <gasps> what are we going to do? But... uh We'll talk about that later, but uh, uh, if you're listening on FM and you want to listen on in your wherever you are on your phone or iPad or tablet or computer or whatever, uh, North Shore 104.9 is the website, and that's the app. Uh, go to any app store, tap that app, and get North Shore 104.9 here, crystal clear streaming all the time. Uh, we have a great show planned for today. We're going to learn a little bit about... Uh, uh, robots and how they're helping the auto auto uh, manufacturing business. And we're going to be talking later to Jen Stockberger. She runs the um, Automotive Test Center down at Consumer Reports, and they just came up with a story about, uh, uh, I'm calling it, they probably don't want me to call it this, but I'm calling it sending your kid and your car to college and maybe finding the right choice. And also we're going to review the Ford F-350 Super Duty pickup, but... Um, First up with us is Mark Goderis. He is the virtual manufacturing manager uh, for uh, a company, Boston Dynamics, so a local company, uh, known for building some sophisticated robots. And I think I've seen some of these robots around. And um, uh, kind of interesting, it's like, uh, well, what what can, a, what can a virtual robot do? So, um, you know, is it sort of a... Uh, a parakeet in a in a coal mine sort of idea. Mark, good morning, and welcome to the Car Doctor program. Morning, John. How you doing? I'm doing just fine. And uh, you know, when I think of robots, you know, you start to think a little bit science fiction. But you guys have um, you guys have built um, some robots that look like robotic dogs that are helping at a transmission plant with Ford. Isn't that right? Yeah, just one clarifying thing, John. I work for Ford. I don't work for Boston Dynamics. We're actually oh, using the oh, Boston I'm, oh, Dynamics Oh, I'm sorry. Spot. No problem. Oh, I'm sorry. So, uh, all right. <laughs> no worries at all. So, yes, we're utilizing the Boston Dynamics spot, and uh, actually in about a week and a half, we'll be taking it off to a transmission plant here in southeast Michigan. And how does how does this sort of for want of a better word, a four-legged robot help at the transmission plant to build better transmissions. So if you, we actually have the robot dog and another autonomous robot working together. So the, or autonomous mo mobile robot is an AMR. We, uh, we shorten it. And what they do is they run around the plant together and they will have a 360 camera, high resolution that'll create kind of a street level view. And then they also use a laser scanner and they'll create what we call point cloud, which then can be turned into 3D CAD that we can utilize to engineer our facility. So then what we do is we'll take that engineering uh, data and then we'll create the next model transmission, reconfigure the line, make sure that there's no interferences, kind of like building Legos. And 
and this works, and this is, uh, you know, because it's a robot, um, it works all the time, right? It does, but we only run the robots around during off shifts. That way we don't capture people in our uh, our video or in the uh, point clouds. Oh, okay. And um, I can imagine that um, these robots can um, get to places that are sort of a little bit, you know, maybe tough to look at. And, uh, uh, you know, as they're kind of wandering around, like you said, in off shifts, um, you know, there may be areas that, uh, you know, if you think about a, a simple robot, like the, a robot vacuum cleaner kind of thing that goes in nooks and crannies that maybe you don't, is that sort of what um, what uh, the, uh, the two robots that uh, you're going to be working with, uh, which apparently are fluffy and spot, right? So uh, Fluffy and Spot are the two dogs from Boston Dynamics and our our autonomous mobile robot. Uh, the We call it a Roomba on a, with a stick coming out of it. That is called Scouter. <laughs> so both Scouter and Fluffy run around the plant, and they can definitely get into areas that are tight. So Scouter does most of the main aisle and anything down to about five feet wide. And then Fluffy will okay. release the hounds, and Fluffy will go out and go into tighter spots. And uh, when when you're um, looking at all of this, and you know you you know design design and build plants. I mean, you've been you've been doing it for uh, you know Ford's been building plants since the turn of the last century. Um, how does you know how does this help the engineering of this um, um, help when you're trying to think about the new plant and how it's going to come together and um, you know certainly I got to think it's a lot less tedious than um, walking around trying to trying to figure it out or even trying to you know trying to build a plant um, uh, on uh, with computer aided design this must this must build um the 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 CAD part of this together when you're thinking about um updating and building a factory. Yeah, what it does is it provides the CAD for us for the engineers to actually build the mm -hmm. facility. So instead of going out and taking field measurements like we used to, and you'd go out, you'd find a building column and you'd measure from the column and then you'd sit there on your notepad taking copious notes and then you'd come back and you'd work that all up on CAD. Now what we can do is we can take the information, the point cloud, and we can actually go in. Well, if you think about putting shrink wrap around your leftovers and putting them in the refrigerator, you know how it, it folds over your bowl and it takes shape of your bowl? Mm -hmm. That's the same thing we do with all these points on a piece of equipment or a chair or a garbage can in our, in our plant. So we basically shrink wrap it. We make it into usable 3D CAD. And then we can place it into a 3D environment. We can do it in virtual reality. We can use our standard CAD tools, uh, 3D CAD tools, and we will be able to create and measure like we were in the field. So it's exciting. Yeah, I, I bet it is. And um, you know, I was looking. I was looking at the just looking at the news release, and it says that it costs nearly $300,000 to scan one facility, like you said, kind of doing it the old-fashioned way. And this, uh, if it works out the way everyone hopes it's going to, um, you're going to be able to do that a whole lot cheaper and save um, 
save uh, both the company money, but also uh, being able to uh, retool the facility, I would think, a whole lot faster and more efficiently. Definitely. Right now we've done, uh, we've done two trials, one in our advanced manufacturing center here in Redford and also at our UAW technical training center. And both of those turned out we cut the time to get the scan in half. So we're hoping that when we go to Van Dyke Transmission in Sterling Heights, we'll be able to cut not only the, uh, the data collection time in half, but we'll mm-hmm. also be able to speed up turning that information into usable CAD. Yeah, it's, it, sounds, it sounds fascinating. And, um, you know, as, you know, the, a, a robot is a, is a tool, obviously, and um, like with any tool, whether it's, you know, whether you're switching from something simple to, you know, I can, I, I know I've been around long enough, and I remember when, you, when people switched from, uh, you know, typewriters to computers, and some of the older you know, some of the people at the time, not older people, some of the people at the time just said, I like my typewriter. It works really well. Um, from an engineering standpoint, I'm sure there's everything from excitement to a little bit of intimidation when you think about a essentially a four-legged robot going around doing the work that you may have done before that. Oh, absolutely. And one of the things Fluffy gets uh, very interesting responses when we take them into the plant. Some people are super excited and they're pulling their phone out and they want to get it up, a uh, picture of it or video up on social media. And then other people are taken aback because it is dog-like and it walks and looks like a dog. Yep. And they're like, oh, my gosh, it's a robotic dog. And it takes them a minute to process it. So mixed reactions. But yeah, overall, I, I can, I can only imagine. That yeah. Everybody loves them. Well, whenever you can save, whenever you can work and do it with maybe a little bit less effort and more accuracy, I got to think that you know that's that has to be a win all the way around. And um, and these these robots run a couple hours before needing to be recharged again, right? So they're 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 out on the floor for quite a while, and I'm sure that the people that are there as they're seeing them kind of. Uh, uh, especially for the first couple times, I would think it, it is sort of, uh, you know, out here in the uh, Boston area, we have the stop and shop supermarkets, and those supermarkets have a robot that runs up and down the aisles. And the first time people saw it, you know, they were shocked by it. And, uh, you know, and, and it identifies when something gets spilled on the floor and, you know, calls calls for somebody to come clean up. And the robotic dog, I'm sure, as people first saw it, were like, oh, like you said, oh, my gosh, what is what is that? And now I suppose they look at it as just like, hey, we're, we're, we're lucky to have this type of modern technology because it makes our jobs easier and it's going to make the people working the plant's jobs easier still. For sure. And that's our test at Van Dyke. We want to see how people react, how long it takes for people to get used to Fluffy, and also the uh, scouter, the autonomous mobile robot, mm-hmm. so that we can judge whether or not we can utilize it at different times other than off shift. Yeah, and and the stuff from the robots that are made out here in the Boston area, I've seen some that I don't want to say look like people, but sort of look like people. And I've seen one. I have seen one that was wandering around that looked like a cow. And you you kind of look at these things, and and they're pretty naturalistic in um, the 
the company I know shows the one that sort of looks like a person, and it does, uh, you know, it does handstands and rolls around and bends down and stands up, and pretty amazing stuff. It is, and Boston Dynamics has been an amazing company to work with. And when it came, when it came time, did did you, uh, you know, and did you come to them or did they come to you or you know what was the impetus for saying hey maybe there's an easier way to do our job rather than the old-fashioned way to go scan a facility where uh, robots can do this was there um, how did that all come together so my team in advanced manufacturing works closely with our research and innovation team down in Dearborn and they have a very tight relationship with Boston Dynamics on our robotic side. So they uh, they continually are discussing what's coming out and what Boston Dynamics is going to release. And we have been working with our research team on the, on Scouter. And Scouter couldn't get into spots, you know, less than four feet. And then when Boston Dynamics came forward with the dog, it just seemed natural to transition Fluffy into that position. So it was more of the consortium and, and integration that our research team already had. Well, it's 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 pretty cool technology, and I want to thank you for joining us on the Car Doctor program here on North Shore 104.9, and letting us know that uh, you know I, I've been I've been to a Ford plant and uh, saw how uh, the assembly robots work, and just the idea that taking it a step further and having um, robots that really work within the plant to redesign and evaluate the plant at the same time is 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 pretty exciting and and who knows what the future is going to bring it seems like it seems like uh more and more as this pilot takes off uh you know there could there could be more of this and whenever people can work in a more efficient manner in a safer manner it's it's better for everybody and you know saves money and uh and you know, helps helps with the facility as well as the people who work there. So pretty amazing stuff, and um, and uh, it's going to be pretty exciting for you as the uh, virtual engineering manager to do that. It's very exciting and well said, John. Thank you. All right. Hey, I want to thank you for uh, taking a little time out of your Saturday morning to join us up here in Boston today. No problem. And if you're ever in the area, I can get you a tour of some of the other plants. So give me a call. And and can I take can I take Fluffy for a walk? You can. All right. All right. Thanks, Mark. Take care and have a great right, weekend. Take care, John. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. Yep. Bye-bye. That was Mark Gaderis. He is Ford's digital engineering manager. My my mistake. I didn't read didn't read everything I was supposed to read, I guess. So uh uh I thought he worked for Boston Dynamics. So my mistake. My mistake. So uh so uh that's uh you know kind of I I don't know. It sounds it sounds exciting and probably somebody would think it might be a little creepy. I don't know. Uh, Biff, any thoughts on that? Are robots creepy? They can be. You know, they can be a little creepy. I, they, I don't know. Are you comfortable with robots? Have you, seen, have you, have, have you, have you interacted you with stop? robots? Robots? Uh, not that much. I haven't. I haven't seen the stop and shop one. People tell me it's creepy. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. But yeah, same thing. People say it kind of freaks you out when you first see it. It's yeah. like, what's that? But I think that's something. I mean, robots yeah, are, are going to be here to stay. I mean, they're going to be part of our lives. I, I mean, yeah. no, I, I absolutely, 
I mean, the internet freaked me out when that when it came aboard, and now I've embraced it. So here we go. It took time, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> there, there you go. You know, I'm sure I'm sure they said that about uh, you know when when the first car was invented and it scared all the horses. You and know? They, and, so it's and the they, they, they resisted idea, so. that. Sure, didn't they resisted uh, Henry Ford and, the, yeah. and they said no, that thing is that's yeah, dangerous. That, it's uh, that, outrageous. Yeah, it's scaring the horses. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right. Uh, so why don't we why don't we take a break if you're ready? I think I am. And sure. Who knows? Maybe when we come back, we'll be talking with Jen Stockberger. She is she kind of runs the automotive test center down at Consumer Reports, and uh, then we also have the Ford F three fifty Super Duty to talk about, mm-hmm. and also there is some really a lot of interesting news. First off, about the um, the new Ford Bronco and. You know, kind of how that rivalry is extending, and also uh, some interesting notes about repair repair parts shortages at some of the that are starting to frustrate some of the Ford dealers. And also, like I said, I want to talk a little bit about what I read a couple of days ago about maybe how FM radio um, in some places may kind of go away and become digital FM radio only. I'll say it ain't so. Could require some sort of adapter. So, well, it, well, it ain't so here, but it is so maybe in Sweden. But we'll we'll, we'll get all we got plenty of time to talk about all that. So why don't we take a break? My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor program. You're listening on North Shore 104.9 Local Radio. We'll be right back. Mustang Sally. Can you believe this weekend starts August? Right, join us Monday morning for all things local. We'll have our question of the day and some great giveaways. We also have our question of the day and great giveaways. I just said that. I'm sorry. I'm losing my mind. Join us Monday morning as we'll be joined by Mark Freeman of Freeman Financial. Thanks for waking up with us each and every weekday morning starting at 6. Right now at North Shore Nissan, get up to 130% of Kelly Blue Book fair market value for your vehicle. That's right, 130%. North Shore Nissan, North Shore's best location for all things Nissan. Conveniently located adjacent to the Liberty Tree Mall. North Shore Nissan's general manager, Tom Saloni, would like to invite all his friends, family, and customers to stop in and say hello. North Shore Nissan, it's all about trust. To view our specials, visit NorthShoreNissan.com. Join us this Sunday at 7 a.m. for Dirty Work Hard Pay on the Shot to talk about all your home projects. Dirty Work this Sunday at 7 on North Shore 104.9. Text us to receive up to five marketing texts sent via automated technology to your number. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Membership automatically renews. Cancel anytime. Hi, you ever heard of Beachbody On Demand? Hold on a second. Here is your free membership. I'm Carl Deichler, the CEO of Beachbody, and I just sent a free membership to another customer. And I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to anyone who texts me right now to try our new Beachbody On Demand fitness and nutrition app. Just text the word JOIN to 303030 to get instant access to all $8,000 of our best-selling fitness programs, like 21 Day Fix, Insanity, P90X, T25, and Pio. 
These programs really work, and this is your one chance to try them for free. Just text the word JOIN to 303030. That's J-O-I-N to 303030 right now, and I'll send you your own free membership. Join me, Joe Piantidosi, this coming Sunday morning, 10 a.m. for Breaking Bread, where we pay tribute to my good friend, television icon Regis Philbin. That's Breaking Bread, 10 a.m., Sunday mornings, right here on North Shore 1049. The Joe took off my Ford from San Pedro. We hadn't much gas and the tires were low, but the doggone Ford could really go. And welcome back to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 104.9. My name is John Paul, the Car Doctor, to help you with your car problems and choices and decisions. And uh, that little bit of music sort of is a little kind of a good lead-in for our next guest here. You know, uh, in normal times pre-COVID times, I guess, this would be really the time that a lot of parents think about sending their, you know, kids and their cars sometimes to school and sometimes trying to find the um, the best choice of a car. Sometimes people don't always, you know, they do what's convenient and maybe not always do what might be the safest way. And um, we have... Jen Stockberger with us from Consumer Reports to try to help us with those decisions. Jen, good morning and welcome to the Car Doctor program. Good morning and thanks for having me. <laughs> well, well, uh, first off, let's um, you know it's kind of it's kind of funny when uh, the uh, the the folks at Consumer Reports sent sent me something. They said uh, they said yeah you're, you're probably the best choice for this. You you essentially run. The auto test center, right? Right. So uh, along with my colleague, Jake Fisher, we run the auto test center, which is in central Connecticut, and that we are responsible for all the testing of cars and tires and child seats at that facility. And, and they, they, uh, they, 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 I guess they just didn't want to, you know, you know, pump you up too high, but, you know, that's a, that's a pretty exciting uh, job and uh, uh, it's going to it's going to be a, a lot of fun to go to work some days too. Yes, yeah, so so the best perk, but it's really the job is we drive a pretty much a different new car every single day. So we are constantly evaluating. We do drive a new car every day, as does much of the staff, and that's where a lot of that very different type of people driving very different types of cars comes through hopefully in our ratings and our stories and all of that but yes the the automotive world has been very good to me john <laughs> i have a very cool job <laughs> <laughs> it certainly it certainly sounds like you do and um you know the consumer reports just came came out with best cars for teens under twenty thousand dollars and and i think some people either when they're thinking about sending their kids to school or maybe, you know, I, I always think sending kids to college, um, sometimes they take, you know, maybe it's a hand-me-down car or it's granddad's car or uh, or they just say, well, we're just going to, we, we want new and dependable, so we're going to go out, we're going to buy the cheapest new car that we can find on the road, and it may not have the safety technology in it that can help keep a new driver safe and i mean certainly all of the all of the um 
uh, testing that shows that, you know, let's face it, it takes five or six years to become a pretty competent driver. And some of these kids that are going to college don't have that, um, don't have that uh, on-road experience yet. And a little bit of extra technology can help, right? Absolutely. So, yeah, this is kind of an inaugural list, if you will, for us in that we collaborated with the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety this year, and they do a lot of the crash testing and safety evaluations. So we were always struggling, and parents are struggling between, you know, I'm, I'm going to give them this inexpensive old car because, quite frankly, the chances of them crashing or damaging that car are higher, and that you take that aspect, but you also want them the safest you want them to ultimately avoid that crash in the first place so that was the impetus for this list in saying consumer reports reliability performance all of our aspects combined with the crash worthiness and safety evaluations of the iihs and that's where this list came from it's kind of the, we, we've been calling it the goldilocks of both of those things in one list well you know as i'm going through the list um I, you know, I, I kind of look at it and go, um, well, there's, there's not a lot of fun on the list here. Let's face it. There's, there's great solid cars. Yeah, there and, you go. And SUVs. And, yeah. And, uh, which, which is what, you know, I'm, I'm sure kids are going, oh, great. A Toyota Prius. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but the reality of it is, uh, you know, something like that or, or, or a, uh, or, uh, you know, a Honda CRV, you know, the, the newer ones, the 15, 16, 19 or newer, but the 15, 16, great used car. And, you know, is it exciting? Not really. Is it dependable? Yeah, really. Is it safe? Yeah. So, um, but is it is it a Mustang convertible? No, it's not. Right. And, and, I, bet that's, know- and I bet that's intentional. It's intentional. You know, some of the criteria, if you will, for the list was we do exclude um, pretty high horsepower vehicles. We actually do a ratio of horsepower to weight. And if that ratio is too high, that car comes out of the list. It's just too much risk, too much power um, for, as you said, a young driver doesn't have the experience doesn't have, quite frankly, the judgment yet. And there's physiological reasons for that. So you're absolutely right. We're hoping this list, there's 65 cars on it that give them enough choice that the kids are not like, oh, my goodness, I've got granddad's car. Um, I've got at least a decent vehicle. But you hit the nail on the head when you said this is a solid list of cars. And even though we presented it as best cars for teens, these are solid cars for anybody that's looking for a used car because it combines all of that. Yeah, I was just uh, as I'm going through the list, and and uh, uh, you you kind of made me smile a little bit when you talked about the uh, weight to horsepower ratio. And I talk to teens periodically or their parents periodically, and if you could throw weight. To horsepower to hormones in there, and you can mix them all together. I think you'd, you'd, the list would even get a little bit more accurate sometimes. But, right. but that might be a bad combination. You're right. You're right. You're right. Physio- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you talk about the physiological changes. I mean, we know that the part of your brain that assesses risk doesn't fully develop until you're 25 or 26 years old. Mm-hmm. So putting a putting a younger person in a high horsepower, low weight ratio car is not going to make a lot of sense because that idea of being able to make 
good, competent decisions, their brain hasn't fully developed there yet. That's right. That's right. And, we, you know, we even you talked about hand-me-down yeah. cards. If you have, you know, we talked, say, to family show, if you have a 13, 14, 12-year-old even, the next car you purchase for yourselves, if you believe that's going to be the car they drive, to take in some of these, these criteria as well. We always say buy as much safety as you can afford, um, particularly if you think that car is going to be a hand-me-down for a young driver coming up in the next few years. That's, you know, that's a really good point and one that I've never really thought about. But, yeah, if you were, if you have a, you know, 15, 16-year-old and you're thinking that, well, when they're living at home, they're going to be driving our car. Maybe they're not going to get their own car yet, but maybe as they go off to college, uh, they, yeah, maybe we, it makes sense to have a car in college if they have the emotional responsibility for it. And thinking that, okay, that's going to be a few years off. Uh, it's time to think about replacing the family car. Maybe should I should replace that car with one that makes the most sense to go to college with my kid. Right, right. So, yeah, if you want that Ford Mustang for yourself, but you think that's going to be theirs, maybe that's something you might want to consider for sure. Yeah, and you you broke you broke it up into good and best choices. What were what were the difference between good and best? Right. So the 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 difference between is, is really some of the insurance institutes criteria in that the good choices and the criteria all meet. They all have standard electronic stability control. Um, in our our assessments, better than average uh, reliability, uh, better scores for our emergency handling tests and braking distances, and then good ratings for the IIHS's crashworthiness tests, the moderate overlap, front, side, and roof strength. What the best choices add is also good or acceptable performance in their one of their newer tests, which is the small overlap test. Picture you kind of do a, you've maybe drifted across your lane and hit somebody very narrowly along, say, the driver's side. So those vehicles also include good performance in that, as well as excluding vehicles that have very high claim rates. The Insurance Institute has access, of course, to all of the insurance claims, and the vehicles on the best list do not have a high rate of insurance claims, particularly for bodily so injury and that type. So are your kids going to take your classic Mustang to college? No, I won't let them drive it yet. And you know what's sad? John, they can't drive a manual. My classic Mustang is a manual transmission, and not yet have I taught them to drive that. We've got to get on that. Because I do, I have a 16-year-old right here in my home and a 21-year-old. So we got to get them learning how to drive a manual. Uh, maybe not that one. Maybe, maybe not try that one. Yeah, we'll pick another one. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it is. It, it is. It's a lot of pressure for parents to to try to to try to do this responsibly. And it's probably there's the like like you said there's there's the easy way to do it. But putting this whole list together really makes it a whole lot easier for them. And uh, people can find this pretty easily. It's just at uh, consumerreports.org and then look for the teen. Uh, teen driving best cars for teens segment, right? You got it. Best car, te best cars for teens under twenty thousand. We kind of capped it at twenty thousand because most people are buying used. So that was our intention. To it's worrisome enough. Maybe this list can help get the right car underneath them. So 
that is our hope. And like and like yeah, and like you said, it's a it's a great list for anybody looking for a used car for under twenty thousand dollars. Whether Correct. it's yeah. you know, thinking about your kid going to school or just looking for a good dependable used car for under twenty thousand that is gonna be safe and dependable, how much more can you want than that? Right, we hope so. Yeah. Hey Jen, thanks for taking some time out of your Saturday morning and joining us up here in Massachusetts. All right, thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it. Have a great day. All right. All right, thanks. Thanks, Jen. Bye-bye. Bye. That was Jen Stockberger. She is Director of Operations at Consumer Reports Auto Test Center. And uh, it's a great list, consumerreports.org. Look for uh, uh, best cars for teens. And like they said, they had it wrapped up for under $20,000. And if you're thinking about buying a used car, um, maybe not for a teen, but if you're thinking about buying a used car, the list does break it down from everything from a $5,000 car up to you know, just about $20,000, depending on, you know, what you're looking for. Um, you know, and there there is some there is some good choices. You know, the Audi Q3 in here, uh, the Hyundai Kona, uh, the Hyundai Santa Fe 2017 or newer. Uh, good choices. The Hyundai Santa Fe Sport, which I own, um, seems to be a pretty good, seems to be a pretty good choice. And according to this, you can buy it pretty reasonably. I wish I bought mine that reasonably. But anyway, there's there's the list, so good enough. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Ford F-350 Super Duty pickup truck, and we want to talk to you. Our phone number is 1-800-370-1049. 1-800-370-1049. Phone lines are open uh, when we come back, so uh, call in and join us. Love to hear from you. My name's John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. We'll be right back. This summer, more of us are taking local road trips. And all this month, Sullivan Tire and Auto Service is helping you enjoy your summer trips in all kinds of wonderful ways. And we're offering some incredible tire deals. Right now, buy three, get the fourth tire free on all Yokohama tires. Or save $65 on installation when you buy four Goodyear or Kelly tires. Plus, great offers on auto maintenance as well. Make an online appointment and find out more at SullivanTire.com. You won't find a better place to buy tires, and we will not be beat on price. Don't show one. 1049 local deals, folks. It is here and it's on NorthShore1049.com. We've worked out deals with some of our area's best restaurants and businesses to give you up to 50% off. That's right, 50% off of food and more. Each week they will feature local deals throughout the week during the Erica and Donnie Morning Show and then every Saturday from 9.30 to 10 join me, Donnie White, and I'll highlight these big deals that'll be available to you. This week on North Shore Deals you can purchase a $50 gift card for fish bones and Chelmsford for 20 and we also have a $50 gift card for $25 at American Social Club in Nashua, New Hampshire. These are two fine establishments, folks. You don't want to miss out. And there's only a limited number of these deals available. So go to NorthShore1049.com, click on the deals page, and start saving today. If you are a local business and you want to be a part of the North Shore 1049 deals, email us at sales with an S at NorthShore1049.com. That's sales with an S at NorthShore1049.com. North Shore 1049 local deals. As you get back to business, small things can make a big difference. Like marking safe distances with floor tape and posting reminders to wash hands. As always, Granger is here to help. Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. Free access to product specialists, 24-7 support, safety recovery guides, and more. It's part of our commitment to help you adapt and recover in these challenging times. 
Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Don't put mercury in the trash. Don't put mercury in the trash. Fluorescent lamps. Fluorescent lamps. Thermometers. Thermometers. Thermostats. Thermostats. Button batteries. Button batteries. These could all contain mercury. So let's dispose of them properly. Don't put mercury in the trash. Don't put mercury in the trash. Know your products with mercury so you can dispose of them properly. Mercury is harmful to human health and the environment. To learn what products in your home may contain mercury and where to safely dispose of them, please contact your local Board of Health or Department of Public Works or visit keepmercuryfromrising.org. Brought to you by Wheelabrator Technologies, the people who convert your trash into clean, renewable electricity. Know your products with mercury so you can dispose of them properly. Hi, everyone. I'm Mark Rosenthal with you on this Saturday. The weather's looking very nice, folks, over the next couple of days, if you like summer weather. Here is your North Shore. 1049 forecast. Surveying the North Shore in the Merrimack Valley. For today, lots of sun, a few clouds. It'll be in the Edies, a little bit cooler at the beach. Partly cloudy, warm overnight near 70. Tomorrow, partly cloudy skies on average, but not bad. It'll be 77 to 86, a slight chance of an afternoon shower or thunderstorm. Monday, partly sunny, hot, buggy in the lower 90s. Forecast being brought to you by the Berry Tavern on High Street in Danvers. The Berry Tavern is now open for outside patio dining and indoor dining while continuing to offer curbside pickup, takeout, and delivery through local delivery companies. They serve North End Italian specialties like veal parmesan and chicken bevanotto with homemade pasta and sauce, as well as brick oven pizza. They also serve salads, soups, sandwiches, steak tips, burgers, fries, along with cocktails, beer, and wine. So call the Berry Tavern, 978. 777-2377 for reservations. Check out their menu online by going to berrytavern.com for local North Shore. 1049. I'm Mark Resenthal. Welcome back to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 1049, your local North Shore radio station. Unless you're listening on the internet, so you could be listening anywhere. A um, couple couple things uh, before we talk about the truck, um, and you have to go looking for this. I'm, I apologize a little bit, but this Wednesday at 11 o'clock, uh, I'm doing a live video chat. And you have to register for it. So it's a little bit of work. Um, and the only way you're going to find out how to register for it is go to the AAA Facebook page, AAA Northeast Facebook page, or go to my Facebook page, which is Mr. John F. Paul. If Look for me that way, or Car Doctor Podcast, Car Doctor Radio Podcast on Facebook. Either one of those. And uh, we're, doing a, um, we're doing a live chat from 11 to 1130-ish. Uh, with a guy by the name of Ryan Nagode, and he is um, he is the chief designer for all the interiors at uh, Fiat Chrysler Corporation. So, if you've recently driven a Ram pickup truck, if or looked you know looked inside a Ram pickup truck and said, "Wow, look at the interior! This thing is beautiful." What's the guy that designs? 
This is the, he's the head of design and he does all the interior designs. And, uh, I'm really interested in how he works with the other engineers. So it's one thing to have design. It's another thing to build the interfaces in. So, uh, and I, I stole this from buddy George Kennedy. Uh, he said, he said to me, you road test the car as much as you road test the technology these days. And he's right. So how do you build in design and also get the technology to work and be comfortable to work with? And, uh, um, I think Ryan, Ryan is part of that. And he, uh, he's kind of, kind of interesting because he went to an art school and his father, it was a, a designer who worked for a toy company and I guess Ryan also designed some toys too so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to see if he had anything to do his family had anything to do with the most popular vehicle ever manufactured which is the little tykes you know that red and red and yellow toy car which they've sold billions of those things I guess so but I want to talk about the vehicle that got me around for part of last week and road tests are a little bit different these days because I don't drive as much like most people. Um, am I getting miles per gallon or months per gallon? Um, I don't think I'm getting months per gallon, but I'm not driving as much as I used to. But uh, I'm still driving. I'm still road testing. And I still do the same thing. I try to get, you know, get in the back seats of the car and the passenger seat and see how things feel and um, drive as uh, much as I can and do it reasonably and try to stay safe and not be, um, you know, not just drive for the sake of burning up gasoline's sake, but uh, try to try to come up with an evaluation at least. And certainly the most popular vehicle on the road is the Ford F-Series truck. It comes in almost many uh, models as ice cream comes in flavors. Uh, this time around, I had the chance to road test the big, tough, and quite civilized F-350 Super Duty Platinum with a very powerful 6.7 liter diesel engine. The engine makes 475 horsepower, which is plenty, but it makes ridiculous torque. It makes big big rig-like torque at 1,050 pounds of torque. That's a lot of torque. And this allows for towing up to 24,000 pounds. The F-350, it comes in uh, a bunch of trim levels, XL, XLT, Lariat, King Ranch, Platinum, which is the one I drove. And then there's even something above Platinum called Limited, and it can be configured in a regular cab, super cab, crew cab with either a 6-foot, 8 or 8-foot, 2-inch uh, bed. Fortunately for my driveway, the road test was in the 6.8-foot uh, bed length. Um, when I come to Cape Cod, I live on a small, narrow road, um, and, uh, and it's a small driveway, and um, big Big trucks in this road don't get along, so uh, this this truck required some sensitivity in uh, figuring out, you know, you know, getting it down the road and parking it and all that. In fact, uh, um, over the course of the winter, people have turned around and broken my fence post in front of my house, and uh, I just replaced it and shortened up the fence another foot to get a little bit wider swing for if people do turn around and not break the fence post off again so i also have a flag monitor on top of it and a marker next to it so people maybe will see it at least so uh but there are actually three engines available the a 6.2 liter v8 that makes 385 horsepower of 
and 430 foot-pounds of torque, a big V8, a 7.3-liter V8 engine that makes 430 horsepower and 475 foot-pounds of torque, and this, uh, which I'm calling the mighty diesel, the 475-horsepower, 1,050 foot pounds of torque our platinum model had standard adaptive cruise control led headlights power running boards because it does sit up a little bit higher so the running boards make it a little easier to get in and out of also included a gigantic panoramic sunroof uh which actually when open was pretty quiet still it was actually pretty nice the first thing you notice about this truck is it it's big it looks big it drives big it's big uh, parking and close-quarter maneuvers require some careful thought. Um, this is not the car you just whip into the stop-and-shop parking lot on the first spot you see because it ain't going to fit there. Uh, you need to give it a little bit of thought where you're parking because it, it is a big truck. It takes up a lot of room. And, you know, getting a parking spot that you can drive in one side and out the other makes life a whole lot easier. And, uh, you know, you park a little ways away from other vehicles just make parking easier if you and because it takes up a full width of a spot um it's also as big as it is it's extremely comfortable the wide uh deep leather seats were both comfortable and supportive if you're planning a road trip this would be this would be a good truck to do it it also drives pretty easy um i talked to somebody who had this pretty same truck and they were towing a good sized car trailer and they said uh, their old vehicle it was work this vehicle made it pretty easy. There was no stumbling around. It was, uh, it was just, it was comfortable. They weren't fighting the wheel the whole way. So it worked out, it worked out really well. Um, it's a pretty quiet, relaxed ride out on the highway. The diesel engine combined with Ford's new 10 speed automatic transmission works really, really well. Unlike older diesel engines that kind of were noisy and jerked when shifting through the gears, this 10 speed was nice and smooth. Fuel economy, uh, during my time averaged about 19 or 20 miles per gallon, which is pretty impressive. And when combined with the, uh, big fuel tank, and this thing can come with either a 34 or a 48 gallon fuel tank, um, this truck with the 34-gallon fuel tank had a 625-mile range, so pretty pretty uh, substantial range. You don't have to stop and get gas a lot, or diesel, technically. Um, this is a vehicle meant to work, but maybe in the platinum trim level, not at the construction site. Maybe, though. Um, you never know. Uh, I was thinking more of towing a fifth-wheel camping trailer, a big horse trailer, maybe your offshore race boat, something like this. Um, uh, there are some nice trailer towing touches that come with it. The side mirrors actually move in and out, so if you can see around your trailer. Uh, for backing up, you don't use the steering wheel. There's a little knob on the dash, so you turn the knob in the direction where you want the trailer to go rather than... You know, the the way people get all confused, they turn left, the trailer goes right. Uh, I always tell people put their hand at the bottom of the wheel, which kind of makes it seem more natural than at the top. But there's this little wheel, and it turns the electric power steering. And uh, I haven't tried it, but everybody tells me it works really well. If you need a powerful, comfortable, and somewhat luxurious pickup truck, take a look at the Platinum Trim Level F350 Super Duty. It's a it's a really nice truck if you have the need for it, and it's a nice, expensive truck too. It, um, Ford doesn't give it away. I kind of priced it out uh, from what I saw on it. Um, you're up, you're up in the 
$70,000, $80,000 range for this truck. But it is a really nice truck, and if you have a need for it, whether it's a need, you want to have the most comfortable, nicest-looking truck at the construction site or towing your fifth-wheel camping trailer or a big horse trailer. In fact, someone wrote to me recently, and they they have a three-horse trailer with um, with a, uh, a compartment to stay in, so they have it. So it's kind of a combination camper horse trailer. And they said, you know, they were looking at trucks, and they said, uh, "What do you think?" And I said, "Based on what I just drove, go look at the F F three fifty Super Duty. And if you want all the bells and whistles, look at the look at the platinum version. It is awful nice." We need to take another break. My name's John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. Give us a call at three seventy. Yeah, let's start off that again at eight hundred. 370-1049-800-370-1049. Phone lines are open. We have about, uh, I don't know, seven or eight minutes left of the show. Give us a call. I'd love to talk to you and see what's on your mind about cars, the car world, anything like that. Uh, maybe you even know there's a, maybe there's a car show somewhere around that you know about that, yeah, maybe they figured out how to do it socially distancing. Uh, give us a call. 800-370-1049. The Epicurean Shop, located adjacent to the Century House Restaurant on Route 114 in Peabody, is your easy, safe, and quicker alternative to grocery shopping. The Epicurean Shop is open every day from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. and 5 o'clock on Sunday. They are well-stocked with ready-to-grow marinated meats and chicken and excellent prepared meals to warm at home. The Epicurean Shop offers delivery to local areas, and they encourage online ordering with curbside pickup. Details are online at CenturyHousePeabody.com. Hi, folks. This is Gerard Moynihan of Moynihan Lumber. And if you're planning to replace the windows in your home, I have just two words for you. Anderson Windows. Anderson is the most trusted name in windows throughout the United States. See the complete line of Anderson Windows on display at Moynihan Lumber in Beverly, North Reading, and Plastown, New Hampshire, or visit us at MoynihanLumber.com. Moynihan Lumber, we measure up. Hello, this is Francine DeWicke from the Law Offices of Spano and DeWicke. Are you looking to plan for your future while maintaining social distancing? Our firm offers video conferencing and other meeting options to bring you peace of mind from the comfort of your home. Please give us a call. The professionals at Spano and DeWicke will guide you through these challenging times. Call the experts at Spano and DeWicke today. 781-231-7800. 781-231-7800. Or visit them online at SpanoDeWicke.com. Raising your inner voice with Jay Foss. I am making sure that you know you are welcome to call Sundays at 7. This approach of striving towards wholeness, not neglecting another's voice. We kind of need a lot of that, and so I really compliment you on that. I think it's very important to do on a local level. Call in. Raising your inner voice. Sundays at 7 on 104.9 FM. Text us to receive up to five marketing texts sent via automated technology to your number. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Membership automatically renews. Cancel anytime. Hi, you ever heard of Beachbody On Demand? Hold on a second. Here is your 
free membership. I'm Carl Deichler, the CEO of Beachbody, and I just sent a free membership to another customer. And I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to anyone who texts me right now to try our new Beachbody On Demand fitness and nutrition app. Just text the word JOIN to 303030 to get instant access to all $8,000 of our best-selling fitness programs, like 21 Day Fix, Insanity, P90X, T25, and Pio. These programs really work, and this is your one chance to try them for free. Just text the word JOIN to 303030. That's J-O-I-N to 303030 right now, and I'll send you your own free membership. And welcome back to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 1049. My name is John Paul, the Car Doctor here to help you with your car problems. And uh, with us on the phone is old buddy. Paul from Braintree. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, John. How are you? I am doing just fine. Oh, good, good. I thought I'd give you a... You, you talked about the robot at Stop and Shop, and um, there's one oh, yeah. close to me, and I thought I'd give you a quick little <laughs> update. Um, <laughs> they call him Marty, and he's about uh, close to six or seven... About six, six to seven feet tall. And... It wow. roams the, it it uh, and it has like a button eye, and it um, uh, it's allegedly is supposed to clean up spots. Uh, I believe I've heard they have docked it uh, permanently because, uh, in all all stores now they they have the uh, uh, ways marked you can one way just for for the uh, yeah. pandemic. Well, this thing can read, I guess. So it's going up the you know the down aisle and uh, blocking people's uh, uh, bringing people closer than six feet uh, together. So I hmm. think that um, it's um, hopefully uh, 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 in its place for the duration. If the thing is really annoying, uh, sometimes it'll get right in right in front of your carriage. It won't let you go, and you have to go around it. Um, you know, it. Uh, I've call him Hal Two Thousand. If you have ever seen that, uh, the Space Odyssey. Yeah. I'd, I'd like. I'd like to see the yeah. deep, deep program. But apparently, uh, this probably comes from corporate. Um, the. Um, uh, I think the thing is set up to do other things, like check on shoplifting, and that's what other people think that the real purpose is yeah. not to pick up spots. So yeah. uh, it, it's it's uh, yeah. really an annoying. Yeah. But that's it. So it's an annoying, um, uh, well, very tall you know, robot. Yeah. Well, you know, you're 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 an old radio guy. What do you think of this idea? I read. I think it was. I think it's either Sweden or Norway. By in the next four years, uh, there's going to be no analog FM radio. It's all going digital. So essentially, conventional FM radios, whether they're in cars or homes, will go dead, just like. Uh, analog TVs did here when we switched over to digital. Uh, well, you know, uh, it did surprise me because I think uh, didn't Volvo knock out uh, AM radios in their cars uh, a few years they, ago? They did. They did, but they brought it. They did, but they brought it back. 
I yeah. guess they they got some grief over it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it. Um, I mean, I'm not yeah. saying bring back an eight 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 track tape player in the car, but um, I know uh, in the section of Braintree that I'm in, the uh, the signal is is uh, spotty at best. So I can't imagine yeah. that um, there are enough towers everywhere to to make the uh, mm. signal pretty secure, so that you're not losing it just when yeah. you want to uh, hear something important. Yeah. I mean, it probably will come, but yeah. I. I think it's a big mistake. I don't know where the FCC. Yeah, comes I, in you on know, this. I. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's talk that it's going to happen here at some point, not 2024. But uh, the idea that what I what I saw, harken back to when I was a kid and I had an AM radio and I went to uh, where did I go? Jack and Harry's. That brings back old times, wow. which was kind of a. Uh, kind of a little weird store that sold bicycles and all kinds of stuff. But I yeah. bought an FM converter that I put under the dash so I could listen to FM. And this new digital radio, you, you're going to if you have a radio in your car and you don't want to change it, you'll put an F, you'll put an FM digital converter in. But then you still have to put an antenna up, and you put something up that looks like a magnetic, uh, old-fashioned cell phone antenna or a CB radio antenna. Or else you stick something onto the dash um, or onto the windshield so you get the digital signal with a special antenna. Um, I guess in well, 30 years yeah. when everybody has them, nobody will notice. But I have XM yeah. radio in my uh, car, I, uh, uh, Sirius XM. So I guess that is close to it. Yeah. And I pick up uh, yeah, all the same. cable stations on it, and that comes in yeah. you know, perfectly clear. So uh, you get everything from, yeah. from yeah. you know, it's a wide range. It's a it's pretty neat and it's relatively inexpensive right now. Um, I, I'm expecting right. Xfinity to buy them out any day, but it is uh, still um, yeah. still a good thing. But uh, the um, yeah, uh, but, yeah. I talk about old places to get radios. I grew up and there were several near me. Dell's D E L's radio and oh, yeah. uh, one in yeah. Dorchester. Yeah. Hey, I Paul, think, we gotta get going. I hear. Goodbye. Uh, Thank you. Uh, yeah. It's, it sounds like we're getting kicked out, so we got to get going. Hey, Paul, thanks okay. for calling, would, and good luck with the, the first book. Remember, for me. Thanks. Yeah. Take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. And good luck with the book. Okay. Remember, check out Paul Paul's book. It's P.J. Uravino, uh Portals. Check it out. You can get it on Amazon now, both in, in the e-book and a real book. I want to thank Kevin for being in the studio, keeping everything together, or Biff, as we like to call him. Uh, thank you, sir, for doing everything you do at that end. And My pleasure. Week, My pleasure, make John. Make sure you wear your seatbelt. Well, I appreciate it. Can't do it without you. Uh, so until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car, and wash your hands a whole bunch of times. Uh, we want all this stuff to stop so we can go back to our old, old lives the way it was. Uh, so talk to you all next week. Uh, next week, we are going to be talking to Gunther from the Newport Car Museum. So uh, he apologized for being late. So uh, we'll, we'll, figure it out. we'll figure it out next week. So take care, everyone. Bye-bye.